Should you be worried about Google's new helpful content update? Hey, I'm Sam Dunning, co-owner over at webchoiceuk.com and host of the top 100 B2B marketing podcast, Business Growth Show. And if you haven't yet, check out my weekly email where I'm sharing actual website and marketing tips useful podcasts, free goodies, and more each and every Monday so you can kick off your week with a bang. Why not give it a shot over at businessgrowth.email? So Google has very recently announced the helpful content update. The update is focused on people-first content. It's new, it's site-wide, and it's considered with a bunch of other signals Google already uses to measure and rank websites. Right now, it's focused on English speaking content but might roll out to other languages in the future the update is geared towards rewarding content that really satisfies visitors meaning that content that doesn't satisfy visitors probably won't rank quite as well as it used to but what does this really mean so if we look at google search central blog and if we look at their insights around what we should focus on when it comes to people first content, they've given some tips right here. So basically saying, do you have an existing or intended audience for your business or site that would find the content useful if they came direct to you? Does your content clearly demonstrate firsthand experience, a depth of knowledge, for example, expertise that comes from having actually used the product, service, or visiting a place? Does your site have a primary purpose or focus? After reading your content, will someone leave feeling they've learned enough about a topic to help them achieve their goal? Will someone reading your content leave feeling like they've had a satisfying experience? And are you keeping in mind Google's guidance for core updates and their product reviews? And to put some context around it, here's a few points that Google have said that we should try and avoid. So things like using automation to produce content, so whether that is software tools that put together content, put together copy, perhaps be wary, a bit more wary of those than you would be before. Summarizing what other people, what other companies, what other brands have said without adding value, without adding your own insights, your own thoughts, your own opinions, your own stats, your own data points, etc. Writing about trends that are going on right now, rather than actually focusing on what your audience, what your idle clients, what your target market actually care about learning. Going for a really high word count just to hit a number because you think that's going to rank better rather than focusing on really quality content and copy. Writing on a niche, writing on an industry without having an area of expertise yourself or your team on that piece of copy and promising to answer questions that you don't have information or content on. So it sounds like a clickbaity where you're saying, look, you're going to learn about this or unusual ways to do this or find out why someone did this, but they're not actually giving the answers, giving the intel that people are going for in your content, which is just good practice, really, because that's just going to frustrate people. They're going to bounce off your site and head to a competitor. So what's Google's process for finding sites that don't follow the guidelines from the latest update? Well, it looks like Google's using machine learning to identify unhelpful content rather than manually reviewing sites. Google said the update looks at a range of signals around pages and the sites to determine the rankings of a page. Google said sites identified by this update may find the signal applied to them over a period of months. So it looks like even if a site is identified as not having helpful content, it might take months for the effects 
for ranking losses and such to actually have an impact. So that's a summary of the helpful content update. But what do I recommend based on this? Well, I recommend that you craft the content, the copy on your website, and you focus it on what your audience actually care about. So if someone lands on, let's say, an information page on your site, they can quickly understand how it helps them, maybe the problems that you fix, a summary of the key benefits and features, and maybe backing up all these claims with social proofs of things like testimonials, reviews, videos, and more. So what's the best way to actually learn what your audience care about? Well, you want to talk to them. So depending on the amount of customers you've got, you might set up calls with them. If you're a service or product-based provider, you might run surveys through your website or via email. You might set up conversations with Zoom or even face-to-face, -face, depending on your industry. And you really want to understand what do these customers really care about learning? So for example, if you're crafting uh, information or product service page, you might want to know what are the key problems or key frustrations they have around how this service helps. What are some of the pain points that they have around this? What are some of the key questions that they want answered? And then you can make sure the content, the copy on this page is really geared towards handling those problems, handling those frustrations, handling those questions, and making sure there's no doubt in the prospect's mind that you're offering the information is the best fit for them and it's going to guide them to take that next step, whatever that might be on your site. And there you have it. So that is a quick snappy summary of the Google helpful content update. So as long as you're creating content for your idle clients, for your target audience, and not just spamming out content to try and rank on search engines without actually thinking about your target customer, you should be absolutely fine. As always, if you enjoyed today's episode, a quick subscribe on YouTube or rating on your audio podcast channel is very much appreciated. And with that, I should catch you on the next episode. Cheers. Chili Piper's automated scheduling tools are super effective for booking and scheduling demos. I could chat about them all day long, but why not listen as a new customer witnesses the magic of Chili Piper for the very first time? Okay. You're just about to switch gears. I'm ready for it now. Hold on. Oh, we, we got one. We got one? We got one. Oh, my God. Ah, yes. All right. Via ownership to... One of our A's pinged me and goes, guess what just worked? Exactly how it should have happened. This is exactly how it should have happened. I could have done it. Oh, my God. You are incredible. So there it is. Proof of the power of Chili Piper. Book your free demo today over at chilipiper.com slash BGS. That's C-H-I-L-I-P-I-P-E-R dot com slash BGS. chilipiper.com forward slash BGS.